Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars, where we give you an inside look on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we've got a very loaded week. We'll be talking all about Mercury entering Capricorn, Venus entering Capricorn, and the full moon in Gemini. Last week was a little bit slow. There was nothing really happening in the stars. But in case you missed it last week, we gave a very nice educational episode in honor of Sagittarius season. It's all about the houses. If you missed last week and want to check that out, feel free. But other than that, we'll be talking about a lot of things happening this week. And just to give you a heads up, next week, we will be telling you everything you need to know about Capricorn season and how it affects you. And after a short ad break, we'll get right into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, so this week begins with Mercury entering Capricorn. This happens on December 6th at 5.08 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Per usual, the date and time are from the website astroseek.com. What you need to know. Mercury in Capricorn is a time where you'll be thinking about your past a little bit more. You might be a little bit more nostalgic especially when you listen and find out more. How this affects you is you'll be choosing practicality over emotion. And while, yes, practicality might sound maybe not the most exciting, this is also a time where you can enjoy some good humor and some good laughs. Mercury and Capricorn's pretty funny energy. This matters because we're going to be a lot more focused on the practical aspects of things and working hard. This is going to be a very grounding energy and it's going to help us focus on getting things done, especially because the holidays can be a very busy time. It's nice to have that Capricorn logical again just like grounding energy and also too if you're thinking about your goals I know it's not quite New Year's yet the Capricorn energy is pretty ambitious so it's also a good time to start thinking about your New Year's goals but if you remember earlier I mentioned nostalgia thinking about your past is something that might occur during Mercury and Capricorn here's why something you might not know is that Mercury does retrograde in Capricorn now Don't be alarmed. We're still in Sagittarius season. Mercury retrograde doesn't happen until Capricorn season, but just know that it's on the horizon. We'll be dealing with the Mercury and Capricorn energy for quite some time. Mercury will be in Capricorn 
until February 11th. Mercury enters Aquarius February 11th at 6.23 a.m. Eastern time. So between now and February 11th, obviously there is a retrograde in there. And in just a moment, we'll give you the exact dates of the retrograde so you can have that in advance. Just pay attention to what happens during Mercury and Capricorn because you will be revisiting it during the retrograde. Certain signs will be affected more than others. If you have Capricorn placements, then your communication and thinking will be highlighted during this time, including the retrograde period. So just keep that in mind as we get there. If you have Cancer placements, then Mercury will be opposite those placements. This can bring some strong realizations. You also might have some challenges when it comes to communication. You might be focused a lot on privacy and what you want to keep to yourself and then what things you want to be expressing outwardly. If you have Aries or Libra placements, then Mercury will be square those placements, again, bringing more challenges to your thinking and communication. So the key dates that you'll need to know. Yes, I will bring up the retrograde in this, but let's talk Mercury direct in Capricorn. The first one you'll need to know is December 17th. Mercury will be trying Uranus. This is a really good time for thinking creatively, thinking outside the box. On December 24th, Mercury will be sextile Neptune. This is a great time to connect with your inner child. You also might be exploring dreams and spirituality. Okay, so get out your pen and paper if you want to know the dates of the Mercury retrograde. Here they are. Mercury retrograde pre-shadow begins on December 12th. This happens at 8 degrees Capricorn. The retrograde happens between December 29th and January 18th. We will be talking about Mercury retrograde next week in the Capricorn season episode. So more on that retrograde and what it means next week. Post-shadow ends February 7th at 24 degrees Capricorn. So the next thing that happens during this very busy week is the full moon in Gemini. This happens on December 7th at 11.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, what you need to know is that full moons are typically times of releasing and we'll be letting go of things that relate to Gemini. So Kara mentioned it actually in the Sagittarius season episode, letting go of distractions. If you're somebody who maybe likes to indulge in some gossip every now and then and you have a bad habit of gossiping too much, this could be a good opportunity to let go of gossiping. How this affects you is you'll be paying more attention to what type of information you consume. I know that in the past during the Gemini and Sag eclipses, there was a lot of focus on the media, the internet, and what type of information you were getting. Is it fact? Is it fiction? You might have some realizations about what type of information you are consuming during this full moon. Because this is a full moon and Gemini is a very restless and busy energy. You might find that your energy in general overall, whether that's your mental energy or physical energy, is very heightened. Again, full moons are about letting go and figuring out what is essential so that you can focus your energy in places that make sense and work for you. We might be doing a lot of reflecting on the way that we communicate and letting go of communication habits that are just not serving us anymore. So something you might not know is that this full moon happens at 16 degrees Gemini. So you'll want to look for that in your chart to get a better understanding of how this full moon affects you. But something that you should know is that the aspects, which we're going to talk about in literally 
one second are pretty challenging. So what are those aspects? So the sun is in Sagittarius opposite retrograde Mars and the moon is conjunct retrograde Mars. What this means is during this full moon, if you are noticing a lot of inner turmoil, a lot of inner frustration is coming to the surface, that is to be expected. If you remember anything about Mars retrograde, which we do have an episode on if you missed that, there's a lot of inner turmoil that's happening right now. And if the moon is our emotions and the sun is our identity and Mars retrograde is highlighted during this, you can only imagine that things are kind of brewing internally. While we are experiencing a lot of busyness, on the bright side, we do have the moon trying Saturn and Saturn is really good at helping us to set boundaries. So as we're figuring out what we need to let go of and what we need to change or release so that we can redirect our energy in a way that is more in alignment with our goals and things that we want to do, things that make us happy, we have that Saturn energy to be like, okay, I'm going to let go of this thing and I'm going to keep this. And again, Saturn is very practical and wise. So a lot of the choices that we are making, even though it may be uncomfortable and we may not want to make a choice, we may want to do it all. Practically speaking, that's not always possible. So again, we do have Saturn there to help us kind of navigate that. And then also the moon and sun are both square Neptune. So as we always say with Neptune, everything is not what it seems. With the moon square Neptune in particular, you might be thinking things are a lot better than they really are, or you might be overly trusting when you shouldn't be. <laughs> and with the sun square Neptune as well, it might feel challenging to feel like your best self. So with this full moon, my advice is to rest and to relax and just Know that it's passing, it happens quick, and don't mind the Neptune energy too much, but take everything that happens this day with a grain of salt. Wow. So many things have happened, and there's only two transits we just talked about, but wait, there's more. Your relationships are about to change. Things are happening again with relationships due to Venus entering Capricorn, which we'll tell you more about after a short ad break. If you're someone like me who can sit and listen to podcasts for hours on end but struggle to keep your focus when actually reading written text, then I have a solution for you. It's a disability-friendly app called Speechify, and it's the only thing getting me, someone with ADHD, through grad school. Speechify is the best text-to-speech app that there is. You can upload any written document, whether it be a news article, long texts from your friends, or my arch nemesis, Harvard Business Review case studies and turn the text into an audio file that you can listen to right from your phone or your computer at your leisure. There's tons of natural human sounding voices to choose from. You can choose what speed you'd like to listen, choose to skip over citations, etc. Giving your text that audiobook like feel. If you're interested in signing up, then I have a discount code for you. Use the code STARS, S-T-A-R-S, for 15% off your order. Link is in the description. So the next thing that happens during this week is Venus entering Capricorn. This happens on December 9th at 10.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What you need to know, again, with the nostalgia energy, it is coming back just a little bit, but think of this more as reflecting on fond memories, maybe from the past, 
it's that time of year, the holidays. We tend to get very nostalgic if we watched a little too many Hallmark movies. Anyways, thinking about like the traditions you have with others will be really prominent during this time, whether those are holiday traditions or just regular traditions that you might have with your friends, your family, your loved ones. You'll be reflecting more about that during this time and maybe wanting to bring those traditions back. While Venus is in Capricorn, you might be showing your appreciation and gratitude for others in more practical ways. So you might be more motivated to help someone out with their daily responsibilities, things like cooking, cleaning, maybe chores. You also might just bring someone a cup of coffee, things that are a little bit more practical. It doesn't always have to be a big deal, but like small favors and things like that might occur during this time. While... Yes, Venus transits do highlight our relationships. One thing that's important to know is that Venus in Capricorn also knows that it's important to have work-life balance, but sometimes tends to make sure that the work is taken care of before they can get into the life side of work-life balance, you know? Yeah. Like, work hard now so you can enjoy your fun holiday extravaganza later. So if you notice that, and I said this before, a lot of people in corporate America know that Q4 can be very hectic. You might find that this is a time where, yes, like you want to be around others and enjoy the company of others, but work and goals might take more of a priority at this time. That doesn't mean that you are neglecting or completely forgetting about your relationships just in terms of prioritizing things might shift a little bit depending on how much you need to get done so something just to keep in mind something you might not know or something that I want to remind you of is that Venus was retrograde in Capricorn last year so this year we get to really enjoy Venus in Capricorn for what it is we don't have to worry about any of those weird retrograde things going on and in case you're wondering how long Venus in Capricorn lasts you have until January 2nd Venus enters Aquarius on January 2nd at 9 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time yes that is the first transit of 20 2023 and more on that on January 2nd but just so you have that in the back of your head that's how long you have Venus and Capricorn until so certain signs will be affected more than others the first being Capricorn depending on what Capricorn placement it is you might find that you just in general are more social maybe if you're like a Capricorn rising Capricorn sun you might be more creative if you have cancer placements depending on what the placement is you might really be social one minute, maybe want to spend a little time away, work on yourself. It really depends on what the cancer placement is, but expect that push-pull dynamic that comes with oppositions. And if you have Aries or Libra placements, then Venus will be square those placements. Again, this always depends on your chart and the planets, but you definitely will have more of a focus on your relationships. It might be a little bit more challenging. Now, certain signs are more likely to find love during Venus and Capricorn, the first being Cancer rising specifically because Venus will be in your seventh house of relationships. And also Virgo risings because Venus and Capricorn falls into your fifth house of romance. 
Now, just like with everything else, there's going to be some key dates you're going to want to pay attention to during Venus in Capricorn. The first one is on December 22nd when Venus is trying Uranus. This is a great time to be really creative, enjoy the arts. If you're looking to start any artistic projects, maybe you'll find some inspiration on December 22nd. On December 28th, Venus will be sextile Neptune. This, again, is bringing out our more creative and spiritual side. It's overall very positive, very dreamy. If you did return to your hometown or if you're just around people that you haven't seen in a while, this could be a really good day to connect with them and reminisce. And then January 1st, Happy New Year, Venus will be conjunct Pluto. Now, this is a day where it's a new year, new beginnings, and you really want to get to know people for who they really are. January 1st, this is more than just asking people what their New Year's resolution is. This is getting to the root and figuring out why is that their New Year's resolution? Who are they in the New Year? Who are you in the New Year? You know, no surface level connections here with Venus conjunct Pluto January 1st. If you noticed earlier in the episode, we said next week we'll be talking about Capricorn season and you were thinking, Jade, Capricorn season isn't until like later in December. Well, to be honest, we wanted to talk about Capricorn season a little bit early so that way we can talk about what's happening in the new years a little early, right? You want to know about 2023 before 2023, I'd imagine. So with that being said, we had to fast forward a little bit and talk about Capricorn season next week. The next transit that I'm about to mention right now does happen before Capricorn season. A little bit of a player in 2023. Jupiter and Aries doesn't happen this week, but it does happen before Capricorn season, which we're talking about next week. This happens on December 20th at 9.33 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, what you need to know about this is that Jupiter in Aries is starting a a period of time where you're a lot more independent. This is a time where you'll notice you're more spontaneous, more passionate, and more active just overall in general. This is a really important moment because it marks the beginning of the Jupiter in Aries cycle like officially so we're now entering into a new Jupiter cycle which is exciting again this is a time where we're going to be very spontaneous it's a time for new beginnings it's time to take initiative and to focus on following things that we really care about that we feel passionately about things that are important to us and again that always will be very personal to you well something you might not know is that we did have jupiter and aries just for like a little bit we had a taste of jupiter and aries prior to the jupiter retrograde we did have jupiter retrograde in aries for a minute so now we're back we're on track and jupiter will stay in aries until may 16th of 2023 that is when jupiter will enter taurus So you have between December 20th and May 16th to exactly do what we just mentioned. Take initiative, start new projects, embark on new beginnings, be independent, be spontaneous, have fun. You know, that's what Jupiter and Aries is all about. So that's pretty much a wrap. Just a reminder, next week we'll be giving you the early inside scoop on Capricorn season. If you want to know more about that, the upcoming Mercury retrograde, we'll be talking all about that next week because in the very near future, we will be telling you everything that you need to know about 2023 astrology. But until then, if you want to stay in the loop with us and what's to come, make sure you're following us on social media. We are on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at BLME The Stars. That is all for now, and we'll see you all next Monday. Bye!